I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Welcome back to our second Monday episode. This is so exciting. You know, last week I talked about experiencing life, living, not just existing, and also living that life of balance. One of the most important ways that I'm finding to achieve that is the idea of essentialism, which I briefly touched on, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I've been experimenting with that, reading the book right now, and I'm so excited to be able to share with you some more, uh, you know, what it's actually about and how it's been helping me a lot. Let's rock it. I really do thank you for joining me here. I am The Real Brian. It is The Real Brian Show, our Monday episodes. And uh, I'm not going to go with Manic Mondays because the Bengals took that one back in, you know, 1989. So let's, uh, gosh, you know, let's come up with something else here. Uh, I like alliteration. So, you know, uh, an M word is good, and I really do want to hear from you. You know, you can go to realbryanshow.com, contact me at the contact page. You can email me directly, trb at realbryanshow.com, or find me on Facebook or Twitter. It's up to you. I am, well, okay, so my Twitter is at I am the real Brian, and it's real Brian on Facebook, so come find me. All right, today I'm talking about essentialism. Now, I'm not going to go into the entire book here. I haven't even finished reading it yet, but I wanted to give you an idea of what this all it's all about, and also... Um, man, how it's been helping me because it's so cool. And like I said, I touched on this a couple of weeks ago and just very briefly, but I wanted to understand kind of more like, what is it? What is essentialism? Kate Erickson recommended this book to me as I was trying to decide on whether or not to step down from Aero Squad, which was one of the toughest decisions I've had to make in a long time because it's a good thing. And one of the things that this book talks about is there are many, 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 many good things in our life. Tons and tons of good things that we can do. Always going to be good things to to be a part of. The problem is there's only a couple right things, a couple essential things that we can actually ever truly handle. And I know this. When I am spread thin, let's take a an average 40-hour work week. Let's just say that. If I'm working on one thing, and I'm not talking about necessarily just one project, but let's say I'm just focused on The Real Brian Show and nothing else, 40 hours a week, Uh, Granted, there's a lot of elements within it, but it's still one business. In those 40 hours, I may be working really hard, but I'm not going to necessarily be frazzled and out of control kind of stressed. I might have a little bit of stress or, you know, just because of of hitting deadlines or something like that, but I'm not going to be distressed or having anxiety or anything like that. Take that different story here, same 40 hours a week, but now I've got six or seven different businesses that I'm also trying to work on at the same time. Each of them, at this point, you only have 40 hours. So now you don't even have 10 hours a week to focus on each of them, although they require 40 hours a week. But you don't have 40 hours a week, so you only give them what you have. So now you're in that 5 to 10 hour range. Oops. Well, you can't get everything done, so what do you do? You sacrifice quality or you leave things undone. 
but you jump from thing to 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 thing. And it's so stressful. It's so much insanity. It's so much chaos. And the reality is, is that nothing ever gets done well. So that's what's been, that's been my life for a number of years now. And I kind of looked back and I started to realize that maybe that's why I haven't achieved extreme success like some of these other people, you know, that I've had a chance to interview and be a, be friends with because I'm never giving any one thing excellence because I simply can't. So as a result, Kate recommended I read the book Essentialism. And a little bit of an idea of what essentialism is, is that it is picking truly the most essential things in your life and then saying no to the rest, even if it's a good thing. So first of all, for me personally, what's essential? Sarah, our dog Delta, our family and our friends, our health, that includes sleep, you know, eating eating healthy foods for the most part, that kind of thing, right? So there are some basic things that I think are essential, putting food on the table, paying our bills, stuff like that. And then there are other things that may contribute to being able to do that, that we could be a part of. So those things could be essential as well. Then there are other nice things to do, other great things that we could have a lot of fun with, but they may not contribute to those things. Now, one of the essential things in my life is to, uh, you know, be of benefit to other people, to you. Looking at those things, I'm having to find out what is essential that I could, you know, do or be a part of that filters into those actual essential things. Uh, And if any of those things are less than optimal or again, maybe they're good, maybe they're wonderful, but they're not the optimal scenario or they're taking me away from achieving something great or they're taking me away from sleeping or eating healthy or, you know, going to Pilates or, or whatever, or taking me away from my time with Sarah, or maybe it's causing me to be stressed and negative all the time around Sarah. And that's not good either. Right. So, which by the way, all that's happened, (laughs) something's wrong then. And I have to let go of some stuff. I told you this last week. I recently stepped down from Aero Squad. That was one of the most amazing opportunities for me. I mean, to be completely honest, Aero Squad was one of the pivotal transitions for me, for me when I transitioned from radio over into podcasting. Being a part of Aero Squad and interacting with the other podcasters with TV Talk, and then of course our listeners and building some tremendous and incredible friendships over the last three and a half years because of being a part of Aero Squad. So I mean, wow. Incredible, incredible things to see from that. It's been an amazing opportunity. Many of you know I had the opportunity to get up and host panels at Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, a number of them, and you know, interview the actors and hang out with them and all kinds of really, really cool opportunities, stuff I've always wanted to do. But over the last eight months or so, might have been a little bit longer by now, things kind of stagnated, but nothing really new was coming. No opportunities were coming. And if anything, it was actually starting to distract me from stuff like The Real Brian Show and doing some new opportunities that were coming. And it was starting to add to my stress rather than my enjoyment, uh, which, you know, at that point, you've got to kind of step back and say, hmm, I'm becoming extremely overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I'm obviously working on way too many things, and I'm obviously very stressed because of that. And as a result, I'm producing very little, even though I'm working a lot of hours and I'm working all the time, but I'm spinning my wheels and that's not good. So it was a very, very tough, tough decision. But I got to tell you, you know, here I am two weeks later and uh, well, not even quite two weeks later. And it's like a huge, huge weight off my shoulders. That is one of the things that I really struggle with is, uh, you know, how do you let something go? And in fact, now that I'm reading the book even more, I'm really looking at other areas of my life and, you know, what what's essential right now. So, you know, there's there's certain friends in your life that maybe they're not the best friends in the world um, or maybe they're negative all the time and they bring you down. Are they essential to get together with all the time or every week? Probably not doesn't mean you have to drop them. It still means you can hang out with them and be a part of their life, but just maybe not as much. 
Now, a couple tips here that I've picked up, but I'm going to share these with you really quickly. This is a great question. Is it a heck yes? If I'm looking at doing something, whether it's being a part of an activity, whether it's part of a business opportunity, doing a podcast, getting together with somebody, is it a heck yes? Like, oh man, absolutely, I need to be there. Then do it. And if it's one of those, well, I guess it could be all right. I don't know. Let me, let me think. I don't know. Then maybe it's a no right now. Typically, we know pretty quickly if it's a heck yes. Big, big decisions should take longer. And that's not something that you should make quickly. But most decisions are made within seconds. Oh, and then it, I haven't even read all this yet, but it does talk about that the more decisions that we have to make on a day-to-day basis, the worse off our decisions actually are, which I thought that was very interesting to me. So have less decisions to make and you'll make better decisions. I was like, oh yeah, duh. (laughs) I haven't been doing that one. Um, Here's another question I loved. Can I specifically be replaced? Uh, Is my health Man, this was another one I, I, I heard is my health, sleep, exercise, rest, stress level, diet, et cetera. Is that a priority? And I don't just mean, is it a, well, yeah, I say it's a priority. Is it actually happening as a priority? Are you actually getting the sleep you need? Are you exercising the, the exercise that you need? Are you, are you resting enough? Are your stress levels normal? Are you eating properly? Oh man, this was crazy. I loved this quote. Saying no requires treating popularity for respect. Wow. And then, of course, what's the worst that could happen if you say no or step down? A lot of good things we can always be doing. I hear this all the time being an entrepreneur. I, and I can't even tell you how many people are constantly coming to me saying, hey, Brian, Brian, oh, my gosh, I have a great idea for you. Or this, this would be a good thing for you. People you can help. Volunteer activities. People are always coming to me and asking, you know, questions about podcasting. There's tons and tons and tons and tons of opportunities that are coming my way all the time. Most of them are actually great things, great opportunities, but I can't do everything. Simply cannot do everything. So the question I've been asking myself is what are the most essential things that I need to do right now? There are so many activities that I or any of us can get involved in. So many. I mean, I know so many people right now that have kids and they've got their kids in every possible activity. And I got to thinking, dude, when I was a kid, I didn't have that many activities. I mean, I had essential ones. I did. I mean, like I played the piano. But I did sports activities and other things like that. But what my parents wisely did was find out, okay, we're going to put them in all these different things and see kind of what works, but we're not going to put them in all these different things at the same time. We're going to put them in the different things over time, slow burn sort of thing, not burnout phase. And, you know, then they found that, hey, you know, piano is my thing. So we're going to focus more into the, the musical side of things and less into the sports things, even though I enjoy playing basketball. Yeah, there's tons of activities we can be involved in. And of course, we're trying to keep up with our friends and neighbors and family like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so's they're doing all they're doing 26 activities and we're only doing 23. We better step up our game. I mean, holy crap, we don't want to look bad. (sighs) And there's tons of people I can help, you know, i.e. Now, granted, I do not have a truck, but I know people who have a truck and they're constantly getting bombarded with. Can you help me move this? (laughs) If you got a truck, you know what I mean? Yeah, I you know, trying to keep up. We we lived in a house in a neighborhood. Uh, we we moved from our condo, and I've told you this story. We moved from our condo to a house because it was the next thing to do because everybody else was doing it, so we did it. We didn't really enjoy it. It was kind of funny. Hated mowing, hated shoveling. We weren't we're not really 
we don't like taking care of things like that. We just don't care about that. You know, we, we care about people. That's our thing. And uh, man, the people in the neighborhood, everybody had a new car every year or two. At the, I mean, if you, if you had a, a new car every two years, who you were behind, man, they had the new boat, the new RV. Everybody was just, you know, it was boom, boom, boom. Who could outcompete each other? We sold our house, moved back into our condo and we sold like three quarters of our stuff. And uh, at the time had like an 18 year old vehicle, which was awesome, by the way. I loved that car. And I thought, why am I trying to make more money to buy things I don't need to impress the people I don't like? It's an old quote. There are some things I like, like, hey, I love computers and I would love to buy the latest, greatest computer uh, because it's fun. I'm a techie, but at the same time, it's also useful. It makes my productivity go up and it allows me to to do what I do today. But uh, man, I tell you, it's wow. I saw that all the time or like families and friends that expect you to do everything with them all the time. That was actually something that was in the book that kind of was like, ooh, yeah, that's a problem for a lot of us. It's a problem. Uh, it's not as much of a problem for for Sarah and me anymore because we sort of set down some boundaries many years ago, but it, it used to be. So here's what I've chosen personally. I told you I stepped down from Aero Squad. It has freed up so much time, literally and mentally. Mentally is a big one. It's really opened up so much more mental capacity. It's been amazing. I realized that going to Pilates twice a week is actually the magic number for me. This is just a couple of examples that I came up with. Uh, one's not enough. I really wasn't getting the strength results that I needed personally, especially after having that ruptured disc and then getting hit by a car. Uh, but I was going three times a week for a while and I didn't see enough of an improvement or results to warrant the extra time and the money. So there you go. Two times a week. That's the magic number for me. Focusing my energies on uh, work that one pays the bills two has an impact on others or three is something that I love and enjoy doing. Now, ideally it's a combination of all three focusing. Oh gosh, this is a big one for me. Last week's Arrow episode, Bratva, for those of you who watch Arrow, really, really encouraged me on that. You know, talking about Oliver, you're my brother. Diggle said that. Focusing on friends that get my back, invest in our friendships, all of that, right? And also allow me to do the same back. Now, granted, not every friendship is deep enough or good enough that you're going to truly get each other's backs and that you're going to invest in that friendship, whether that other person does or not. It's not always, I mean, you have a lot of of acquaintances or or kind of light friendships that it's convenient friendships, right? But it's not necessarily that deep, I've got your back kind of friendship. Those are the ones I need to focus on. I still love people. I could have 200 acquaintances and have like the happiest thing in the world, but I still need that core of deep friendships that I know have my back and that I can get theirs. So that's something I'm going to do. It's cool. Uh, same with activities, right? Going out, uh, going to movies, TV shows, gaming, we talk about all this. Having balance in that and focusing on the ones, again, that are very essential, but not going overboard and all that. ton of other things I could list off, but as long as that I'm living life and not just existing, running from thing to thing to thing, then you know that's, that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I'm trying to choose a couple of things that I can actually work on right now and start to master, and then I'll add to the list later. But there you go. That's, that's what I came up with. I'm only a couple of weeks into it, so, you know, by no means have I had a huge change, but some small changes, I'm already starting to see it. I'm already starting to see the results and it's starting to become a very positive thing. So thank you very much for listening. Wednesday, I have a friend of mine who has become extremely successful in her business life while at the same time, and I love this part, she's maintaining a really awesome and healthy lifestyle, ironically, of balance. I didn't actually plan this. It's cool. She's going to be sharing some awesome tips with us. And uh, that top one to three things as well that she implemented to get where she's at today. So 
join us. It's going to be amazing. And in the meantime, thank you so much for joining me here on The Real Brian Show. I love hearing from you. So please go to realbrianshow.com. Send me a voicemail. I don't, whatever. I, I like to hear your voice, but you can write me as well. But I'll see you Friday. It's going to be awesome. I am The Real Brian. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.